Respondents to Deloitte's fourth quarter 2021 CFO signal survey revealed that the key challenges facing CFOs and finance leaders include attracting and retaining talent, wage inflation, along with strategy execution and the pace of technology developments and innovation, as some of the internal risks that worry CFOs most. Further, the survey listed inflation, supply chain challenges, and potential policy and regulatory changes, as well as the COVID-19 and its variants, as CFO's top external priorities. Future CFO spoke to Srinivasan Venkat Padmanabhan, chairman of the Manas Group, for his take on how finance is evolving in 2022 and how CFOs and finance leaders must bring together the finance team to meet the challenges of the post-pandemic economy. Venkat, welcome to Podchats for Future CFO. Thank you so much, Alan. Always pleasure speaking to you. As a head of finance, if you think back, what were the three most challenging aspects of 2020 and 2021? The 2020, the first challenge any leader uh, and more so finance leader would have gone through because uh, we come on, we have to deliver results and know where we stand, right, in terms of numbers. So, so in that sense, having used to be in a physical atmosphere, be with people, and you have a full control, either payment control, whether it is credit control, everything in a physical form, overnight, you're becoming in a dispersed organization and still ensuring the control and compliance and everything else goes smooth was an eye-opening, big challenge and adaptation and transformation, both individually as an organization. That I will call it as the biggest reflection in terms of how we go. Second, having adapted to the method, how quickly we are able to adapt and then able to thrive and build on it and then able to get cost and other synergies and productivity synergies. Now people are, may not travel and because of that they are getting extra time and hence what they can contribute was another fantastic learning experience. And thirdly, you know, in the past we always think we have to be there with the people, we have to travel all over the world, we are, we are operating in all over the world, but now we are not operating for two and a half years, but still things are happening and how do we connect with people on an empathetic basis because during the COVID time people lost their lives or lost their job or relatives have lost their job or they go through the COVID and affected their health. There are various such issues. So and also mental stress because they don't know what will happen in the future. How do you connect with them beyond your tactical work-related work and build a relationship as human to human, not boss and subordinate? That was a, again an eye-opening experience. How do you see technologies helping drive digital success for finance function? I think technology is is the backbone. Uh, like I said before 2020, people say that, yeah, I have time. You know, three to five years, digital revolution will happen. Slowly, I can, I can do that. But during the crisis, it was a need because you have to operate uh, your business, which you've been traditionally doing it on the premise. Now you're going to be off the premise and it is going to be in multi-places. And that, like I said, the security need to be ensured, compliance need to be ensured. No way humanly is possible without the technology. Second, there are various where we need to automate. If people are not thought about it earlier, fortunately, we thought about it much earlier and we are the transformation. But people are not thought about it also. It pushed them and of course the government and many other associations came to help so that they are able to transform into this journey. Right? Even on a cloud, people cannot afford to implement an ERP or a full-fledged uh, digital transformation, but they're able to use the services. There are many cloud uh, platforms, pay as you use, pay as you, you know, uh, as per you require, with even free spaces for initially a couple of months you can use and try. I think the way in which, I mean, I don't want to name it because then, you know, people may call it sales pitch, but I'm just saying without exception, 
all the big and small guys are coming and helping you know whether it is uh, uh, you know payment automation whether it is you know digital payment uh, control along you know integrating with the bank bank issues or in terms of consolidations how things can be simplified in the formal manner how inbuilt controls can be inbuilt into the system uh, i mean you name it or for the matter you know docu science so that means no more physical document it is all in the cloud form and manner and then validation can be done through the cloud forms digital audit can be done so that you are identifying any of the unknown issues are coming out in the formal manner sample checks even for audit you can do it through digitally and so on and so forth so that means the power of cloud power of things are getting stored and ensuring that your data is well protected especially with whole lot of cyber attacks have happened during this period but then how do we people come out of it and not get not become prey for that so in that sense digital transformation and the way in which technology partners help is present As a leader yourself, how do you encourage the restructuring or modernization or transformation of finance to support the overall digital transformation that the business is going through? No, like I said, the life has become much simpler because of COVID. In some sense, because earlier we had to go back. You know, people talk about ROI because ROI may or may not be. See, for example, if you had to start a digital transformation, first you had to start with garbage in, garbage out. That means you had to standardize your chart of accounts, how you assemble. So that means ROI may not be imminent. It'll come later, right? So people say, oh, yeah, if it is so little, why do I need to invest? But because of this COVID, there is no other way. You have to operate that form and manner, and people have tasted now, which they thought is it possible. Like I was just giving an example about the banks. Banks thought that you know. I can I can only do the my all my controls and you know in the office right whether it is FX and treasury and everybody everything now banks are able to operate from home and same with many of us so this transformation because of COVID induced or rather forced transformation now I will say for any CFO today if he has to go and talk about the digital transformation to anybody any board it will be much easier because there are enough case studies people realize the value of it and people start accepting that the value of it because now for example nobody is going to go hundred percent back. It is going to be a, a mix of fifty whatever ratio. That's given. The world has become a village now in that form and manner. Like that, you know, there are changes of that nature. And similarly, business model. How much is going to be onshore business? How much is going to be offline, online? Things are changing. Hence, I think uh, it will be much easier for the future leaders to influence. Can you cite one or two ways in which finance leaders can improve the return on enterprise digital investments? Because <clears throat> finance always look for the bottom line, right? Yeah, yeah, From that yeah. perspective, one or two ways in which finance can improve the return on the organization's digital investments, please. Yeah. So the, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I just touched upon simple things, very, very primitive things. I can talk about big things also. I'll touch both so that people understand. So, for example, very, very you know, basic part is cycle time. You know, how quickly your documentation can be circulated. That means you ship something and you collect your money quickly, and you know, and then use that money to buy and then rotate, right? Which you all know, we call asset turn, and that's one of the engine of growth to make money. Now, with the digitalization, let's take an example. In the past, you may have to have a physical bill of letter, bill of lading. You need to write. Physical invoice from somewhere, send it to some bank, and then from that bank to another bank, physically courier. Now all this can be done through digital negotiation. That means you will save so many days of operating cycle time in the formal manner. That's one example, right, of how it can be done. Of course, we can go to financial engineering. FinTechs are able to discount and bills and everything else. So that also release your capital because it'll become more balanced. Now the second one is very very basic. If you look at it, documents. In the past, I remember, you know, so many files. When you want to look at any physical audit, etc., you open the book. So many vouchers and files, box files we store and then store it in a document center. Call for that documents whenever you need an audit or review. Today it's all in digital because it's digital. Even auditors are able to do it remote audit. 
compromise. They don't need to come to your premise. They can do it. They use their back offices to do an audit. So your audit fees is coming down. Cost is coming down. I'm just giving simple examples of that case. Information. Earlier, it used to be physical files. I mean, you know, today in your iPad or in your laptop, the information is stored in cloud anywhere. Any CEO can download and especially with some other digital BA tools, right? Now, it is, it is slicing and dissecting the information and putting it in a PPT becomes like a, it's as easy as uh, making a, you know, a walk. It's, it's such a simple activity today rather than a, a complex activity which you thought in the past we need a team to do an FA They do all the reports and give it to me in a file-bound book. That need not be the case. So in other words, in every aspect, whether it's to make a decision, quick call, or customer delight. If customer wants to know the history of the past transaction, where the documents are, where the goods are, at what stage in the ship the bill, things are there, when is getting delivered, how much is remuneration incurred, it's all online, right from shipping line. Because this the COVID has ensured the whole industry is transforming. That means it's not one level. Your shipping line is transformed, your CNF agent is transformed, your SYNCOS is transformed. So that means the whole ecosystem, your employees transforms, that means all of them are in some very degree transformation of digital happening. And that helps you to appropriate maximum ROI on all your return. That's very visible. What do you see will be the most important functions of the CFO or the heads of finance, this post-pandemic model that we are in right now? So they are, uh, you know, one of my colleagues, you know, used to be part of my team. And now five, seven years back, he moved to another company called Sugi. Sugi is India's, you know, food distribution company. It's like a grab, you can say, but much different. And they are now valued at, I think, last valuation, I heard $5 billion or $10 billion and they're growing. So he has got tens of thousands, 100,000 runners. They have a bike and etc. They collect, you know, from A to B, all over India. You can imagine. They are the number two in India or number one, between the two, the top two guys. Now, when I met him, uh, when he came here for the $5 billion valuation time and I asked him, how is your finance department? Because he used to, he was our Brazil regional CFO and he was a cotton CFO here. Uh, his name is Robert Botra. He said, Venkat, I have 12 people of which, you know, two of them are charter finance and or three, two or three are charter finance. Balance or I have a, an engineer's technology engineer. So that's where the world is changing because what I'm trying to say is garbage in, garbage out. The data is there now. That means if you're not digital literate and only accountant, accounting skills are important. But what more important is the data, how do you massage the data, how do you manage your data and how do you get inside out of the data and how quickly you can get and how reliably you can get, right? That is the skill which is required, right? The data management which I talk about today in the common manner. What I'm trying to say is the in future, the traditional accounting role, which if you recall three years back, SAC, Singapore Accounting Commission and NTUC, I was part of it. We did a study. We said 100,000 accountants in Singapore. That's the number at that time we had. We'll lose the current job if they remain as it is without change. This is five to 10 years. This is what we said. It's a published report. You can see that. Now, because of COVID, things have changed much faster, right? Because the world has become a village. So we, like how Singapore government now ensuring that the premium quality jobs remain here, premium quality production, like R&D and everything is there, and the rest of the manufacturing we are pushing to the neighboring countries. We we have to now transform in terms of thought leadership inside because many of the regional headquarters are moving here the global political situation many of them want to choose singapore as the hub for a high level thought leadership work and there i think our finance professionals can transform a lot if they want to learn and continue to change which i'm confident most of them are doing it the COVID time i could see many of them really transforming themselves not only their organization and better equipped to handle this kind of challenge Venkat, thank you for joining me on Podchats for Future CFO. Thank you so much, Alan. Always pleasure speaking to you because you asked some interesting questions. Thank you so much. That was Srinivasan Venkat Padmanabhan, Chairman of the Manas Group. 
for his take on the evolving finance in 2022 and how CFOs and finance heads must bring together the finance team to meet the challenges of the post-pandemic economy. You are listening into Podchats for Future CFO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CFO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CFO. Bye for now.